Welcome to the Soulful Summit Podcast, a journey to your higher self. I'm your host, Haley Peel, a life coach and pharmacist, where I will help you elevate your self-care, reclaim your energy, and align with your true north. We will chat about holistic living, adventure, raising your energetic vibration, and how to connect with your higher self. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today's topic is around reclaiming your energy. But first, I wanted to share a little about my pharmacy background and my experience with managing my own energy. It wasn't until about two years ago that I discovered that I am an empath. So what is an empath? I had never really heard of this term before. So an empath is a person that is highly attuned to the feelings and emotions of others. They can literally absorb other people's energy as their own. And I think many pharmacists and other healthcare workers are, in fact, empaths. We have an innate desire to want to help people. We're good listeners. People feel comfortable venting to us. However, if we don't manage and protect our own energy, this leaves us feeling drained and burned out. So the majority of my pharmacy career, I really enjoyed I actually started out in Walgreens many years ago as a pharmacy technician. I was at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in the adult and pediatric pharmacies throughout school, and then briefly worked at an independent store before starting my residency at Huntsville Hospital. And I absolutely love my residency, the hospital, the work, my co-residents, my preceptors, but I spent, and I spent the majority of my career in the inpatient setting mostly as a clinical manager and residency program director. And then I was director of pharmacy for a brief year before my current current role at a GPO. When I started out as a young pharmacist, I was really eager to change the world, literally the pharmacy world. I really was set on making a positive impact wherever I went. And there were days throughout my career that I would get in my car and break down and cry. Not, not a lot, not all the time, but occasionally, yeah, this, this would happen. I have gotten choked up at work before having, you know, challenging conversations with staff, uh, just all the pressures of being in healthcare, um, you know, just different savings initiatives, regulatory bodies, just, you know, the constant interruptions, phones ringing, people come in your office, feeling like you're pushing your multitasking limits to a breaking point. And at times it got to the point where if one more thing, you know, went wrong or didn't go the way I wanted it to, there was another call out. There was another, you know, rude patient or a rude physician or a nurse can't find her med that you've sent to her seven times before, and you're going to send it to her an eighth time. You know, if something didn't go completely or perfectly right, then I was going to lose it. And I was not very effective at protecting my own energy. So if you can relate to any of that or have ever felt that way before, I encourage you to welcome these emotions and feelings. These are just, these emotions are just signals giving you information It's information to slow down and rest, to take a break, or maybe even make a pivot in life. 
Mental exhaustion can show up as extreme tiredness, apathy, irritability, difficulty focusing, even on activities you used to enjoy. These are all side effects of long-term stress. And the effects of long-term stress can actually result in physical disease. Pharmacists and healthcare workers especially need to integrate tools to reclaim and protect your energy. So let's get into the seven ways to reclaim your energy. The first one, if you've listened to the show at all, you've probably heard me talk about, but it's nature. Being in nature, it boosts your mood, it reduces stress, it reduces overthinking, and even reduces your mind's tendency towards negative thought patterns. Uh, There's a book that I enjoyed, it's called The Nature Fix, and the author talks about that humans need five hours of nature a month just for an overall well-being. It actually reduces your stress and reduces blood pressure, boosts creativity and productivity. And so at a minimum, we need five hours a month. There, number two, okay, is sleep. So there is increasing evidence that a lack of sleep is correlated, not causative, but it's correlated to increased depression, irritability, impulsivity, and cardiovascular disease, among others. So without restful sleep, our brain cannot form or maintain pathways or learn. During sleep, our body flushes out metabolic buildup waste or amyloid beta plaques and other neurotoxins. And I'm sure you guys remember the the amyloid beta plaques. Those are the key. Those are a key hallmark of Alzheimer's disease. So our body can only clear this excess amyloid beta while we sleep. So I'll link uh, in the show notes. I do have an episode, uh, episode 35, called Four Simple Ways to Improve Your Sleep. So I will link to that in the show notes. Okay, the third way to reclaim your energy is take an energy inventory. When we feel tired or lack energy, we start making poor choices. On the other hand, if we feel uplifted and positive, we make better decisions in every area of our lives. So do you find yourself saying yes to everything? Or maybe you don't want to disappoint others, or maybe you feel like you need to do it all. If you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or approaching burnout, it's time to take an energy inventory. And I actually have an episode specifically on this. It's episode 48, and it's called Reclaim Your Energy by Taking the Right Energy Inventory. So I go into more detail on that episode, which I will link again in the show notes too. Okay, the fourth way is boundaries. Boundaries are a form of self-care that let others know how a clear, let's, let me back up. Boundaries are a form of self-care that let that lets others know how to treat you. It establishes a clear guideline on what's okay when they interact with you. So they let others know what is and what is not acceptable. Boundaries honor your needs and wants. I'm going to take another dive, a, a deeper dive into boundaries in an upcoming episode. So stay tuned for, for that on creating healthy boundaries. Okay, number five is practice letting go. This is a big one. And this is a practice. It's a practice of observing and being curious without judgment. But if you find yourself thinking about work all the time, like you can't shut it off once you leave the door of the pharmacy, this may be a signal that it's time to practice letting go. 
And one simple way you can let go is to create a letting go ritual whenever you leave work. So once you get to your car, set a timer on your phone for one minute, close your eyes and notice your breath. Slow down your breath and follow it in and out. And you can even physically brush off your arms and shoulders and say, the energy of work is not my energy. This is not my energy. And you can set an intention like, I intend to enjoy the calm I create within myself. So this whole practice can take literally one minute a day, but this is a really easy, big step on how you can practice letting go. And again, it's a practice. Okay. Number six is movement. Sometimes you are so exhausted that all you want to do is sleep on your off days. When I worked long stretches in the hospital, gosh, it would take me at least a full day or more to feel like I had energy to do anything other than just lay on the couch and binge watch Netflix or just sleep. But if you incorporate regular movement daily, even if you don't have time or want to go to the gym, you can do a couple of simple exercises in your home. That's actually what I do on a pretty regular basis. I I don't go to the gym hardly as much anymore. This makes a huge difference over time. Just remember the concept or the mantra, small hinges swing big doors. Okay, number seven, meditation. Meditation is a way to train your awareness, attention, and focus to experience an emotionally calm and stable state. And there are different ways to meditate, movement, mantras, body scan, visual, and others. But I'm going to share the mindfulness meditation technique. So mindful meditation is the process of noticing your thoughts and coming back to your breath. So think of yourself like sitting by a window and your thoughts come floating by, come floating by on a cloud. So you can visualize your thoughts on a cloud and just notice your thoughts and then watch them float by and then come back to your breath. When another thought comes up, you can visualize it on a cloud and then float, float, have it float by and set a timer. This is, you can maybe do it, you know, one minute a day, two minutes a day, maybe when you're running to the bathroom, I know it can be hard to leave the pharmacy, but the thing is to remember, like you're a human being, you're not a robot. So taking even one minute a day a couple times a day, just to kind of close your eyes and and come back to your breath can be really restorative um, in the long run for sure. Okay. So I want to give you a bonus one. So here's the bonus one to reclaim your energy. Take a cold shower. Yes, I know this sounds terrible, but, and I have gotten some appalled looks and I suggest cold showers to people. They're, it's just like a record scratch. Like, what are you talking about? I get it. And I myself don't take like a full, you know, entire cold shower the whole time. But most days of the week, I do turn the water cold at the very end of my shower. So I, you know, take a warm shower and at the end I turn it cold. This is instantly energizing. And, you know, before you knock the cold shower, here are some other benefits according to WebMD. So cold showers keep your hair shiny and your skin hydrated. So cold showers, they tighten your pores temporarily and help you retain natural skin oils. It improves mental clarity. It stimulates norepinephrine. So you do get that jolt of energy, 
right after, and it may even boost your immune system and make you more resistant to illness. It increases your circulation by increasing your heart rate and pumps more blood throughout your body, which can help your skin and boost your metabolism. Of course, you know, regular exercise is the best way to boost your metabolism. So that is the bonus tip. Okay, so just to recap the seven ways to reclaim your energy. Number one, nature. Number two, better sleep. Number three, take an energy inventory. Number four, set healthy boundaries. Number five, practice letting go. Number six, movement. Number seven, meditation. And your bonus tip, try that cold shower. Okay, that is all I have for you today. And remember to hike more, worry less, and I will talk to you soon. As a busy woman in the corporate world, I experienced success in the traditional sense. A good job, a house, friends, and family, my dog Fitzroy. I had a lot to be grateful for, yet something still felt off. I felt like I was just going through the motions without any real sense of purpose or fulfillment. I struggled to find work-life balance. I felt like I was always on the go, juggling multiple responsibilities. I had lost touch with who I really am and what truly makes me happy. I was living on autopilot. What do you do if you feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time, like you're constantly running on empty? What do you do if you can't seem to switch off and just relax? Even when you do have downtime, your mind is still racing with work and family worries. If you feel this way, you're not alone and this is completely normal. It's why I designed a quiz to help busy, successful career women in their 30s and 40s who feel their life force is being drained, prioritize their self-care, and reclaim their energy by knowing their unique self-care style. When you finish the quiz, you get your tailor-made results sent directly to your inbox. Just click the link in the podcast show notes to take your free quiz to find out what is your unique self-care style.